everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Hello, knobs. Hey, buddy. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. Are you gonna do the Terrence and Philip buddy thing for the rest of the show? You should Maybe. warn me about that. Maybe, buddy. Buddy. So, uh, so what's new? <laughs> Nothing, man. Same old. Actually, same old. that's what that's what it was. Like, uh, we had a <laughs> we had a good fucking laugh about uh, Tom's and I after everyone left the party. We started doing Terrence and Philip shit. Fucking dying. <laughs> I expect you to pick up on it so quickly. So oh, yeah, that's, that, that's that buddy, buddy is very distinctive. Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, would you uh, did you see anything fun? Well, my my copy of Avengers Endgame came Saturday. Shut the front door. Mine didn't here yet. It should be here by today. I would think. Well, Did you order from Best Buy? Yeah. Huh. They usually get mine there by... I got my Endgame I Saturday. I And I got my Iron Man today. But Try I, to get Iron Man. Yeah, I know I pre-ordered that through that weird link you sent me. But I got to get... Uh, I still got to get two and three. I want to get those. Um, oh, we, we can do our often abandoned segment. What the fuck have you been listening to? Or what the fuck are you listening to? I don't know what it's called. Because Tool dropped a new song, baby, buddy. No kidding, buddy. <laughs> Are you a Tool fan? Do you like Tool? I like Tool. Like I don't tool? love Tool. Okay. I like Tool. I love Tool. Uh, all those like annoying Tool fan memes. That's me. I'm that guy. Yeah. So digging for the deeper meaning. Uh, that used to be me, definitely. Now I just like I just like the music. I really like Adam Jones's guitar tone a lot. It's very actually. I think what always I always like about Tool is the bass line. The bass lines are, are great, especially on the first three. And Maynard's vocals are very, very distinctive, which yes. I really love. The drumming's great. I mean, it's all great. And yeah, you can go into the... No, the, it's a good band. Yeah. Well, I would go so, to Did you, did you check out band. the new track? Nope. Oh, okay. I didn't even know there was a new track. Oh, man. I'm not I'm not super fan. Yeah. So the new track dropped. It's it's pretty good. It's It sounds like it could have been off the last two albums, which I think are their weakest albums. I really think that when Paul Damore left the band... They kind of went downhill a little bit when they replaced their bass player, because I guess he had a lot to do with writing a lot of their their what I consider their best songs, except for I, I, the only song that he didn't write on Anima that I think is really good but is 46 and 2. I love that song, but he had nothing to do with that. But he worked on like Stink Fist and all the, you know, a lot of the undertow song. You got a cramp there, John? I just kicked the table. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm sure you're like, man, fuck. My picket toe. <laughs> like right on my toe. <laughs> my picket toe. <laughs> Bitch shot my picket toe off. Uh, but it's it's a good track. The new Slipknot album came out. I was. Oh, that's of, why they've been in the news. Okay. I kind of was disappointed. I really liked the one single they released. It was called Solway Firth. And I love that track. And the rest of the album is just kind of okay. Maybe I need to listen to it more. But there is kind of a there's like a death metal band that I've been enjoying their two latest tracks called Shadow of Intent. All their stuff, all their earlier stuff, including the name of the band, is based on is named after stuff from Halo. <laughs> That's not why I like them, though. I just like their sound. But that is I definitely you why you brought it up just to troll me. <laughs> well, no, they have two new tracks out. One of them features the lead singer of Black Dahlia Murder. And they're, they're both just really good. Uh, I don't know. They're operatic death metal. There's a little bit of, you know. So the 
A little bit of Iron Maiden in there? Little, no, like a little bit of keyboard, basically, but it's still just death metal, but with a, a little bit of a melodic. organ grinder. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the big news, I guess. The new tool, first tool song in 13 years. It's exciting. But again, like I said, it just sounds like something that could have been on their last two albums. It's it's not even like one of the, wouldn't have been what I would call one of the st- stronger tracks off their last two albums either. Uh, but it's it's good. Well, it's worth a listen. It's good to get new music from bands you like. Yeah. Not everyone can be as prolific as uh, as Trent Reznor. He seems to drop an album every other year. Yeah. He puts out a lot. After man. he says he's done with music. You see, I, I really stopped listening to them after the Fragile. Well, Fragile, I thought was like their last oh, really man. good album. I think his stuff got better. Really? Yeah, like I really enjoy and it's that makes sense for you. The problem is fuck off. <laughs> I think the thing is is it's it's subsequent listening. Like it's like uh I think I listened to the slip when I was really into uh that puzzle arcade game where I was putting together puzzles <laughs> on on my TV. Oh, tell me more. Because it <laughs> sounds so that's, exciting. That's what she, it's not, but it was mediocrity. <laughs> it was it was just well, it was something to pass the time. That one puzzle took me 35 fucking hours. Fuck off. Jesus Christ, dude. It was it was more or less, more or less taunting me at that point that I needed to like do it. Like jigsaw puzzles? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. like Vir- You're doing virtual jigsaw big puzzles. Virtual with- jigsaw. I loved puzzles. Man. And then I didn't... like. I not start- helping your rep, bro. I started doing the... What? Because I'm, I'm not allowed to like puzzles. It's just that's like the most boring thing you could ever choose to do with a video game console. I think surprisingly, it worked really well. <laughs> like if you had like a little tray, you could like separate parts and stuff. Um, well, it started. I, out, know, it got, I did. I, I I digress. I there was a game. It was called uh, Silverware Drawer Organizer, and I just loved it, John. It was fantastic. You could just you could get the well, knives. Apparently, cur- a game where you can actually do IT tech support. Like yeah, I was. Diagnosis. I just made that up. That's not a real game. There's no, no. silverware drawer. I'm <laughs> sure there is. I'm sure there's a Kickstarter for it right now. I'm gonna go fund it so my, it fails. My idea. My idea. So anyway, anyway, yeah. So you had you had like it. It got it's got its hooks in you. So it started off with like real basic puzzles, and then it had this thing called fractal puzzles, where it would take a puzzle piece and make a puzzle out of the puzzle piece. Jesus so then you got to assemble the puzzle piece to fit in the bigger puzzle. And I was like, hey, I can do that. I'm going to do that on hard. And it was 2,500 pieces. Jesus and I'm Christ like, dude. son of a bitch. No, thanks. And then I got on a roll and I'm like, I can do this. And then I would just just zone out, listen to the music. Tool, right? Put on tool no, for that. No, it was actually uh, nails. Like, oh, yeah. You did, you that's, did where I found in, that's where I found uh, where I, where I found out I actually enjoyed the slip. I did not like with teeth. Uh, the first listening to it, yeah, and then after that thing just pumping in your head over and over, you're like, "All right, I see what he's doing here. I like this." Hmm. And then it led into another album, then another album. It was just more or less a medium to listen to music while doing something. <laughs> yeah, it didn't involve like I like the gameplay really didn't involve too much attention. Just pay attention to the detail, but my ears and everything, I didn't have to pay attention to the dialogue or any other bullshit. So it was kind of zen. Like it was kind of meditative. See, back back in the Super NES days, I would turn off my video game sound and just listen to music all the time. And I have very vivid memories of playing Super Metroid in 1994. I want to say, 
am listening to The Downward Spiral, <laughs> listening to Green Day's Dookie, and listening to Pantera's Far Beyond Driven, those, those so, three albums, over and over. So my soundtrack to uh, to Duke Nukem 2 was Downward Spiral. Yeah. Like, I had that playing in the disc drive as I was playing Duke Nukem 2, yeah. like the side-scroller shooter. Gotcha. So I cannot separate that. What's weird is I cannot separate Weezer's Blue album from Doom 2. Okay. Because I had that playing the whole time, like just killing things. And my name is Jonas. <laughs> See, Weezer's Pinkerton was my soundtrack to Super Mario 64 because they came out about the same day or week or something. And that's, I would just listen to Pinkerton and play Mario 64. Yeah. And same thing with uh, DJ Kiyoke. I would have that playing every time I was playing Metropolis Street. No, it wasn't MSR. It was uh, Project Gotham Racing. Wow. I remember doing a Nuremberg ring to that whole album. Nuremberg ring? The Nuremberg ring. ring. I don't know how to... I've seen that word. I have oh, no idea how to pronounce it. I think it. it's Nuremberg. Is that, I think I how, said it right, yeah. Nuremberg, that's spelled differently. Nuremberg ring Nur, is... Nuremberg ring. Like, <laughs> really? I don't think I'm pronouncing enough letters for as many as it looks like it's actually on that word. Uh, so, yeah, I watched Endgame again. So oh, it's fantastic. I watched it again last night. I've had about almost five viewings at this point. I woke up Sunday morning, uh, took a shit, went back to bed, grabbed my iPad and watched like the last 30 minutes on my iPad <laughs> and then fell back asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That movie wonderful. that movie does not feel like it's three hours long. It doesn't, man. It just moves. Same thing with, with uh, Infinity War. Like that movie hustled. Yeah. I, that's the other thing. I want to I watch those like back to back. I want to watch. Yeah, I got to do a back to back on those. I haven't done that yet. I uh, watched a lot of the extra stuff. Um, nothing really great in there. There's a nice Stan Lee tribute that was, you know, a little bit of a tearjerker. Um, I don't really remember. There's some deleted scenes. Nothing really of consequence. I hate gag reels on PG-13 releases. Yeah. They're so fucking lame. I don't hate them, but, you know, they're they're funny, but they, they literally every single one ends in like a dance montage where they start playing this yeah. goofy music because somebody started moonwalking at some point during a take. And then, you know, there's all these little cut scenes of people shaking their shoulders. How is that and, still a thing? I watch Richard Higgins try and do the moonwalking cleats at the Browns game. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> somebody asked me to do the moonwalk at work the other day. Really? Like, yeah, I used to be good at it. I'm not good at it anymore. <laughs> I used no to be one actually was be able ever to do it. as good at it as well, they no. thought they were. I was no, I was never good. Like, I knew it's I was like asking like, a dude to do the worm and he just flops on the floor. <laughs> I was better at it than everybody else I've seen do it. So, and now I'm terrible at it. I can't I, even with in socks on a freshly waxed floor i can't pull it off these are running into a lot of waxed floors <laughs> no but i'm <laughs> i'm pretty sure i still couldn't pull it off yeah you, i, I you think you, i think you're finding a nice glossy linoleum yeah um yeah no it's uh i watched the hell else did i watch dude i watched Bloodsport again which oh. led into this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 the scene where he gets blinded. Yeah, where he's blind he's and he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure anybody listening to see that movie knew exactly what we yes. were miming at that point. The face, the slow motion, <laughs> and then the noise. Because you know he had to ADR that shit later. Because oh. <laughs> it's all slow motion. Oh my God. I'm sorry, no one's going to land that many spinning jump kicks in a row. <laughs> hey, man, it was the 80s. 
Yeah. Speaking, dude, I was on an 80s tear the other day. I watched, um, oh, man, Back to the Future was on. Yeah. So watch that one. Always great. Oh, and 19, was it 1987's Dragnet. I Never couldn't turn it. it off. Is that the Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd and, and um, Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Never saw it. Uh, I think the movie was panned, too, because it wasn't like the show. It wasn't super serious. Yeah. But it was like Dan Aykroyd playing a super straight man, and it was just, it was great. I've been watch, re-watching for the umpteenth time Seinfeld. I, I, I think I have Hulu for two reasons, Seinfeld and 30 Rock, and that's it. Like, yep. if those shows go off there, I'm canceling Hulu. There's no reason for me to have it. Seinfeld's pretty fucking great. Oh, it's, it's hard to turn that show off. And it's, yeah. what's weird is no matter what episode's on, I'm almost 100% sure I've seen it before. Oh, yeah. Like, every, like, every episode is like, oh, my God, I remember this. I remember this. Well, I definitely have. I've watched the whole series a bunch of times. But the, every, it's just funny how many, like, starting with season three especially, like, how many episodes have, like, memorable either in uh i think every episode occurrences or lines Even episode or whatever one with the, the the argument about the buttons on the shirt well see that's always the memorable sec, to me sec, because the, the finale opens the shirt yeah i only I, that only stuck out to me because of the finale since they closed the the finale with that mm. uh but man the, the first two seasons are hard to watch before <laughs> yeah what, thought, what's your feeling of the how that show ended i like i just told the other, i was talking to logan i was like i liked how it ended I thought it was like a perfect ending for I don't know what people wanted if they wanted like the character wedding or somebody to announce I, their pregnancy or something. I don't know what people wanted from that show, but it was very fitting. Yes, that four was, assholes end up in jail. Yep. For all the bad shit they've done for being assholes. But yeah, basically just for being assholes. And that's I thought it was great. I did, too. I liked it. I didn't realize I didn't understand what, like you know, how they made such a big deal about it. Like, it's very hard to stick a landing on a show that's been around. I think they had all those cameos yeah. from the all the you know the people oh, they had. Everybody they've offended at some point shows up. And yeah, it's outstanding. It's it's great. You know, very bad men, Jerry. Very bad. bad men. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that back one. when Middle Eastern people were fun. <laughs> back when you're allowed to make fun of people. Well, they weren't. Like, we weren't making fun of them, but they were. They weren't. They were just people. Right. Well, that's it. It wasn't making fun of them for being Middle Eastern. You know, you can talk about the Apu thing with the Simpsons. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I don't even want to get started on that, but people you used to be allowed to make fun of people and not be considered a Nazi for it, basically. <laughs> like, as long, as long as what you were saying wasn't actually Listen, hateful. Listen, your passive aggressive tone is really triggering me right now. <laughs> don't start with that. Fuck out. I'll, <laughs> I'll end this podcast. How do you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that scene from the detour is running through my head. Oh, yeah, I was thinking That's we could so infuriating. We could uh, dive into our topic because I, I think it, this is going to take a lot of time, maybe potentially. So I thought I, I got a list. Really, here. I already gave you a spoiler of what mine is. Oh, of what? <laughs> Never mind. You missed it. Okay. <laughs> um. So if you don't know, we are going to be talking about licensed video games this week, and I just want to. I just want to. I just want to say before we get started, this is not a comprehensive list. This is no. not going to cover by any means. I'm going to say this is significantly about uh, personal taste. It's about, exactly. It's about personal taste and about just it's about memories and things that have just stuck out. But, you know, like I don't have any of the Marvel versus Capcom games on here. Those are all great games. Yep. But I think everybody knows that. 
they're not on here, but I just some of these are like forgotten gems. Some of these are very well known, but they're the ones that for me really, really stood out. All right, what's one memorable. that stands up for you? All right, so well, uh, I have some categories here. So you pick a category. I, how do can I pick a category if I don't know what the categories are? I'm going to tell you the categories. Come John, on, with the gift. This of should have speech. been a pre-show. All right, you wouldn't remember this anyway. Probably right. not. I got my I got my best category. I got my surprises category. I got my worst category. I got my weird category. I got my middling category. I got my overrated category, which is only one game. And then I have uh, what what licensed games should exist, what what they should be doing with for a licensed game. OK, well, so which if you remember those, which one you want to hear? Pick. Uh, OK, let's let's go. Uh, disappointment. All right. So worst. Uh, which one do I want to go with here? I'll say the all right. The first one we'll go with. OK, is the the NES ninja turtles game the very first one shocking you would pick something related to ninja turtles <laughs> i would have said i would have said rambo what for the ps3 no for the nes i never played that it's terrible so yeah the ninja turtle game though have you ever played that yes okay do you know i actually own it it's here somewhere and i don't have any did you play it a lot or just i did i tried to dabble beat that's a brutally hard fucking game yeah and that's why i don't like it basically it's it's it looks fine, but god damn, it's it, the 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 level I remember the most is oh, the water level. Fuck. There's a water level with all these little blades of or not blades, but all these uh, electric shock things going through the water for some reason. Yeah, that's that's one of the worst, worst design levels. This is one of the worst game, like one of the worst uses I of a license. Your, I never got past the level where you're in the dam. I vaguely remember that i did get past the water level i know but i man that i don't know anybody who's finished that game without the game genie no that that game is most games back then except well actually i was having this conversation with a guy at work the other day that how i have never completed a single master system game <laughs> but th they were hard they, they were, were just so much harder back then. Hard. and even one that i thought i was close nearing the end of it just it just kept going yeah, it just kept going like it said it at eight levels and you'd beat this dude eight times. I beat him eight times. I beat him nine times. I beat him 12 <laughs> times. I beat him Jesus. 16 times. And by the time I got to 20, I was like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> no ending. No, nope, give you that's an ending? Wonder Boy for the Sega Master System. Wow. It wasn't advertised like even the manual stopped at eight dudes. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, it just uh, kept getting faster and throwing more enemies at you. I didn't know it was not impossible. So that that game kind of ties into one of my favorite licensed games, which is the Ninja Turtles arcade game, which came out around the same time. So that was the You're thing talking about too. the legit cabinet. Yeah, just yeah. going, you know, you go to the bowling alley and there were, you got four players and the contrast between the two games yes. couldn't have been more stark. It well, was just one. I mean, one was hard arcade hard, you know, pumping another quarter, but it was fun. The NES Ninja Turtles game wasn't even fun. It was just well, that's what you were expecting. Sure, that's what you were expecting. Even with uh, the Simpsons game and uh, the X Men game, which Simpsons game? The Simpsons arcade game. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that. That's um, a good one. I would say I got a couple for some of my my, my best and favorites. Um, actually, no, I'm gonna go favorites. So I'm gonna save my best for last. Um, 
the the X-Men arcade games, even the uh, Avengers Spider-Man game was awesome in the arcades. Same thing with uh, the Aliens arcade game where you got to drive the loader and just bat- bashing the shit out I of stuff. I've never played that. And they're, I heard they're releasing that on something. Dude, I pumped so many quarters in that thing. Right between that and eSWAT, I don't know what took more money. I think, and I, I could be wrong about this, but you know those little mini arcade units they yeah. have now? I think that's the coming out cadence. on one of those. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure. But it's I know a so- it's a, It was a really cool The sound effects were perfect. Yeah. Um, never played that one. Yeah, same thing with the, like X- the X-Men in that one. Um, Children of the Atom? No? Yes. No, oh. Children of the Atom was a fighting game. Oh, okay. But you're talking about like the six-player X-Men game? Yeah. yeah. I played that. That's. I love those little side-scrolling beat-em-ups. I love, yeah. I mean, they were simple, great. but they, they, the graphics were so great, like those sprites. In the arcade. Yeah. Because they were so big, yeah. and you were so close to them. I think, they, I think the reason why they stood out so much is you were so close to them. Well, and they were big, compared, especially compared to 8-bit games, where the sprites were like yep. half the size, maybe. And a quarter of the pixels. Right. Yes. Um, another, another one that was, I'm going to say one that was a surprise, because we have still have a surprise category, right? Yeah. The Simpsons Hit and Run. Okay, you. I I thought that I was okay. That I was like their GTA game, game right? Yeah. It was. It was like you drive around. I just remember jumping over the, the ever burning pile of, pile of tires. I was like, I love this game. <laughs> that one wasn't. That was made by the uh, Radical Entertainment guys who did uh, the Incredible Hulk game, which is on my list, and later on Prototype. Uh, but I, I thought that one was okay. I wasn't as enamored, but I, I'm not a GTA guy though either. I don't I don't like driving a lot in games, so I I wasn't a big fan. It was of that just one. fun driving around in Simpson Homer's car that he designed yeah. in that one episode. Right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one of my a game that surprised me is uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Really? I yeah, I thought that was surprisingly good. Huh? Did you ever play that? No. It was surprisingly good. <laughs> it was. So it was, here's what it was. It, it was two different play styles. You played as Adrian Brody's character from King Kong, and that was all first person. And it was like a survival first it's person It's been so game. long, I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. So you play as him. I remember and, Jack Black and John Goodman. Yeah, we, we play as Adrian Brody, and you get, you hear him breathing a lot. <laughs> Actual Adrian Brody. A lot of heavy breathing going on in this game. A lot of running. So it's it's a survival game basically and, and puzzles and you're you find bones that you can throw at dinosaurs you can kill some of the smaller ones and stuff but and you can light them on fire and stuff and then you're trying to make your way through the world. I think that's coming back. I remember seeing videos on this. And then you also got to play as Kong, which was like a third person uh, uh, camera perspective, and you know you you would go through and you get to fight dinosaurs and hit them with your your big gorilla arms and everything. It was surprisingly good. It was short, which was nice, and it, it was just a. It was it was designed by the guy who did the Rayman games. Oh, uh, uh, okay. That, that, makes why, that makes sense. Why it's a good game. Yeah. I would have thought for sure Riddick would have been a surprise for you. That is not. I don't think it's on my surprises because that was a game I was following so much in magazines that I really expected it to be good by the time it was out. Oh. Um. Well, you know, we made I aforementioned the uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Um, yeah. Another surprise was actually X Men's Origins Wolverine. That's on my where is that? That's on my surprises list as well. That game probably had one of the best uh, title stingers of all time. 
Oh, what do you mean? When you're falling out of that out of the sky into that dude, X Men or Wolverine, just <laughs> in a pile of goo, which is that was awesome. But I don't the, just the, that. the effects on Wolverine himself, like well, him, I love that it was rated R. It was like it, you know what I mean. You got a bloody Wolverine to go oh, with this PG thirteen yeah. movie. You wrecked some dudes in that yes, game. Yes, you got and to really be Wolverine in excellent fashion. And that's the other great thing about that game. That I think was underrated. It's like we actually fight a sentinel the size a fucking sentinel should be. Yeah. Like just a building of a machine. And they they kind of what I liked about it is they they took the the playstyle like God of War with that really fun uh, combat style. That, yep. And I, it was it was a really that was a very pleasantly surprising game. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Uh, All right, I got a. I'm gonna go back to my worst list. This, worst, this worst is how many are on that? Um, I, I didn't go. I didn't do a whole bunch. I have like seven games on there. Oh um, man, uh, what was it? The um, the first, I think it was the N64 Batman game, or those was the PlayStation One, where you could actually get stuck, like hanging from your grapple rope. Jesus Christ! You had to restart it. Never played that one. It's pretty bad. I was gonna pick. Uh, and a lot of people don't even know this existed, but there was a Hellboy game on the PS1. I remember that. It was really bad. Yes. <laughs> it was It was quite, quite bad. No, there was one for the 360. I have that one. That's actually on my mid-lean list. That is surprisingly mid-lean. It's not terrible. It's totally playable. Yeah. It's got all the voice actors from the movies. It's got decent graphics, nothing great. It's a. It just... It's a middling game where they didn't do it great. You could, you know, they they had, you could tell the passion was there, but the budget and time was not. I'll tell you one that was kind of middling for me was Afro Samurai. Well, Af- I don't have that on here, but Afro Samurai was potential. Had had moments of brilliance. Yes, just tied up and way too much bullshit. I liked that game, but uh, yeah, I, w- I would say it was overall it was. It could. It should have been a little shorter, I think. And then the platforming was fucking horrible. In oh, that it was game. terrible. Um, that was what the worst part of that game. It had some things in it that worked, and a lot of things that didn't. But what sucked is it looked gorgeous. It did. And the voice acting was just exactly what you wanted it to be, like right, right from the show. All right, uh, I'm gonna pull one from my. A game that should exist that does not, and I don't know why. The first one being a Masters of the Universe game. Where is a... Uh, there is one. For what? Uh, I think it's on the Xbox One. You mean the first Xbox? There's a game called, like, Toy Battler or something. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's not that's not the same thing. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That's not... That's that's a game. It's like a toy box thing. And it's... Uh, you actually play with the toys. Right, but they they just swap skins. You can do GI Joe or He Man. That's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a proper Masters of the Universe game designed by, you know, like the God of War team or the Darksiders team. Like that could be a really cool. You have you have so many bosses in that oh. game already. Like you have all these villains you can fight. You could have you could be an RPG with a lot of leveling. It could be hack and slash. So it could be Xenoverse for that. So it, yeah, well I don't know. I haven't played that, but it could be a really fun hack and slash RPG type game, uh, action RPG, basically. I think that game has. Like, Dude, there's Dragon, so many characters. Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two is good. Dragon Ball Xenoverse Original is middling. 
No. Like it's it has so much potential, but you had the thing that sucks with the Dragon Ball games is they always have to go back to the original Saiyan saga over and over again. Like how many times do I gotta fucking beat the shit out of Raditz? It drives me nuts. <laughs> So you wouldn't be on board with a Masters of the Universe game done properly? Like, that's not up your alley? Not really. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, how is that possible? Did you not grow up with He-Man? I did grow up with He-Man, but you don't think? I think what ruined it is when I went back. Dude, I got a Master Universe of all the stories. Books oh, yeah, I did see that up there. Upstairs. And you wouldn't want to see that game, though, done by, by like, the guys not who really. did Darksiders 1 and 2. Not really. No interest for you. Shocking. That game playing would have to be great. And it could be. Why couldn't it be? I mean, I dude, it's it's it could be again, you got a war. You got like the Conan style weapons. Yeah. I mean, it's it's every fucking the power of Grayskull. It's got every fucking RPG element. You could. It's got magic. It's got swords and maces. I don't know, man. It's just I had something about that whole thing. I just kind of moved. Like I even have the case sitting over here on the mantle. Like the carry case. Oh, yeah. I've seen that over here, too. Yeah. But you just don't like He-Man anymore. I, I I don't know. It's one of those things that's kind of moved on from. Well, I, I think everybody moved on from He-Man, but I just mean I just, it could just be something in that the right hands. It hasn't stuck with me to the point where I'm like, I need to have that. Oh, dude, that would be a, that could be a great game in the right hands easily. I think that could be a, a brilliant fucking action RPG, especially with with the graphics. I wouldn't want like God of War style graphics. I would want like Space Ace. So, no, I, I well that'd be kind of cool. Uh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> But no, I, w- I would want like a modern take. But again, I would want like what the Dark Siders. Zork? What is it, Zorn? What is the the little the ghost guy's name? Oh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. Have his adventures. He's narrating it. Be goofy. Oh, you're about Orko. Orko, that's oh, okay. it. Okay, I didn't know you're talking about He Man. Um, but yeah, it, it, the the Dark Siders graphical style would would be really cool. Like a Joe Madrera redesign of the He Man characters. I think that'd right, be really that cool. Would be far more interesting. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to go back to the cartoon style. All right, if you give me a Zelda game with those characters in it, sure. Zelda game. That's another one. But the combat in Zelda has never been great, though. I wouldn't want I, really Darks- fun combat. I mean, Dark Siders. Like I got in this argument earlier today about you know the original Dark Siders, the one of the best Zelda games I ever played. Yeah, but the combat is more God of War. The the Zelda elements are more the the uh, the dungeons are the and the. That's that's the Zelda influence. The God of War is the combat. So they if they took the God of War combat, well, they also ape the portal gun. So. so yeah, that's what I mean. They they took from everything. Um, that that would be great though. I'd be I'd be totally fine with that. That's why I picked Darksiders. So it's got the God of War combat. It's got the Zelda puzzles and the dungeons. That would be that would be perfect. All right, I'm a little uh, more on board with that. <laughs> I didn't think that would be such a hard sell. Well, now I gotta I gotta tell you my next one. Then uh, a Snake Eyes game made by Team Ninja. I think that would be. I think don't we already have that? <laughs> no, that, that Ninja Gaiden Black. No, <laughs> we we need an actual Snake Eyes game with a with a silent protagonist, and because he's Snake Eyes. No, of it course. should be a co-op game. Snake Eyes <laughs> and Storm Storm Shadow. That could be cool, and you got his dog. I don't yep. remember his dog's name. Um, but yeah, I think that could that could be a fun game. Just <laughs> a, a Snake Eyes game. There's been a ton of Ninja games. Uh, yeah, but then uh, the same thing. I mean, yeah, but who who doesn't want more Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> I don't. Well, <laughs> I no, do. no, no, I do, but yeah. I don't know if I want Snake Eyes in it. I want, I want Snake Eyes. but And with guns. It'd be Ninja with Gaiden, but gun. with guns and swords. Shurikens like just don't count anymore. You need the guns. No, need the fucking guns, man. That only makes sense. Well, I mean, they get exploding arrows in the third one. 
did uh did you have any any uh fantasy licensed games you'd like to see um fantasy licensing game now i didn't really think about this ahead of time <laughs> at all yeah i went all in on my list here um Oh, we probably should have made categories before we left last week. <laughs> I would help this along with my homework. <laughs> I thought about texting you the categories yesterday, and then I I didn't. I forgot. So would be <laughs> a team. Would be a team player, buddy. <laughs> oh man, I went back um, to watching Seinfeld. I think. Yeah, th- I can see how that takes all your all your thoughts away. It does. It's a big um, distraction. I don't know. I like. Uh. I mean, technically, we already kind of got our, our, like, legit good death race game. I mean, that's a split second. Okay. Um, I think something to make really good. I mean, Enter the Matrix or the Matrix games, like, I think that was disappointing. I would like to see the Matrix revisited properly like with a proper developer and a real budget and a real studio. I think that would be great. I would like to see a, a John Wick style Gungrave game. Okay. Just full on bullet counter, just throwing bullets everywhere. Did you play any of the Gungrave games? Yeah, played them both. And Second that's not one's like. really hard. No. Well, outside of John Wick carrying a coffin around, I think that'd be hilarious skin <laughs> though. That's just got more guns in it. All right, another uh, best game for me. Rockstars the Warriors. Did you ever play that? I did not. I think I've had it at points and I just never got around to playing it. So that is a that acts as a prequel to the movie and it's really cool. It the story's See, that, good. That's even more fascinating to me. Yeah. And I'm really upset that I missed that. That was an Xbox OG Xbox, right? Yeah, Xbox PS2. And I, you can download it on PS4. They have like a PS2 enhanced for it's like a 1080p version of it. For 10 bucks or something Ooh, that just sparked something in my brain meets um surprise uh jaws unleashed i wasn't i wasn't done with the warriors sorry <laughs> i was gonna explain the warriors great uh, i can't wait the warriors tell me so a lot of the game was actually based on running because they did a lot of running in the movie they're always just running away from other gangs so that's an element there's like an, a part like a 70s parkour element to it almost where you're running away and then you fight you have you know your final fight style fist of cuffs and then the another element was you had uh you had tagging you know uh, putting your putting Little your warrior sign radio. up and stuff all right um and then they had they had the uh, the voice actors come in they wrote they wrote a decent story which i don't really remember but i enjoyed it 10 years ago when i played it um and it was just it was now it's it's those rockstar graphics and their ps2 graphics so they're not great by any stretch but it, it's a really fun game it's it's uh you could tell that rockstar really wanted to make that game like they were yeah. they probably were not approached about that they probably were like we want to make a Warriors game. How do we? Because nobody, nobody at that time, ten years ago, was like, you know, what's a hot property? I guarantee the you, Warriors. Yeah, I guarantee you most <laughs> people haven't seen that movie. <laughs> right, and so the you could tell they had a real passion for it, and just the the feel of it, the soundtrack, everything about it was just the. Uh, it was so much better than the Grand Theft Auto games because the the combat was fun, like yep. the fighting, and it was, you know, you, you I think you could have a knife sometimes or you know other weapons, but there crowbar. Uh, there was like no shooting or anything. You know, it was just all An unbreakable uh, neon bulb. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jaws Unleashed. I remember when that came out, but my kids loved it. I never played it though. I was a ball. 
Like, it's what you want out of Jaws. It's like Jaws eating people. <laughs> so it, how do you lose at that game? I don't understand, like, what the stakes are. If you're a giant man-eating shark. I think you ran out of energy, like bloods. Hmm. Like, you had to keep, you had to keep, keep the feed under, under control. Okay. But it was anybody pursuing you or oh, trying to shoot canisters? Of- I remember, if I remember right, I remember fighting an orca a couple times. <laughs> That's great. Shamu. Why not? Shamu's a boss. Yeah. Or a, or an asshole dolphin. Huh. Yeah, my, my kids liked that game when they were younger. And uh, Man, were- so many of these games just keep flooding into my head. I remember there was a Godzilla game that was a lot of fun. My kids liked that too. King of All Monsters or May- Monster Melee or something. Yeah. On PS2. It was like it was an isometric game. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a fighting game. Uh my my kids love that one too. Alright. Uh surprises. I have the uh Xbox 360 era Captain America game. I this, never played that. That was a surprisingly decent game. Because I remember I was bummed out by the Iron Man game. Just well, that's what I was gonna say, is because the Iron Man is on my worst list because I was so disappointed by it. And when Captain America came out, I was like, oh, no, it's Sega. It's the same people who did the Iron Man game. This is going to suck. But what they actually did, I don't know if it was a different team or what, but basically they just lifted, like, the Arkham Asylum, the Batman Arkham fighting style, like the counter and everything, the way you could counter with that the Y works. button. So that was his combat style, and the animations were really fluid. What the game lacked really was, again, being a uh, you know a lower-budget game on a schedule to come out with First Avenger, the setting wasn't nearly as cool as like Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. It was, you know, a lot of corridors over and over, a lot of the same stuff, textures reused and stuff. Um, but the combat was fun. It, it was a I was surprising because I wasn't I wasn't expecting anything decent after the Iron Man games. I got a weird surprise for for one, and I think this counts as a licensed game. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> hmm, really pushing the license part there. Hey, it's That's, it's a book. Yeah, but there's no, that's book so old that there's nothing to license. Like hey. Anybody can use Dante's Inferno. <laughs> but Visceral did a good job and made a fun game. That was a good game. Um, that was the game you will not admit was a straight God of War ripoff, even though it in fact No, was. you used a scythe. <laughs> oh yeah, completely different. That was a straight and God of War ripoff. And, and, instead of having, and instead of having your ashes spread to you, your sins were sown to your body. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good game. But they, the they setting off, was so great, though. They they ripped off God of War perfectly, and and they did it at sixty frames, which was nice. They did that nice, you know, that you had that perfect frame rate, and I like that game a lot too. I, did I didn't too. mind that it was a God of War clone. No, but you definitely want to play that game on easy because normal is impossible. Ah, that's not true. I I got a platinum on that game on the PS3. What are you talking about? I don't believe you. Go look at my trophies. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> but it's it's true. I got that's I only have four platinum trophies, and that's one of them. <laughs> oh, that would involve me turning on my PlayStation. <laughs> I got my my PlayStation Platinum trophies are God of War 3, Dante's Inferno, Spider-Man, and the newest God of War, which I just got. That's it. And I was really close on God of War 1 and 2, the PS3 remasters. I literally have one trophy left on each, and then I lost my save. And each of them had like this, uh, uh, I don't know what they call it, like Battle of the Gods mode or something. And you had to play through the whole game to unlock it. Yeah. So I lost my my whole game. So I have to play through the whole game. I remember that. I remember doing that on a PlayStation 2. 
Yeah, and I, I remember on PlayStation 2, there was like 10 challenges or trials or whatever right, the hell they were called. weird costumes. And I got I could get to the eighth one. I could not beat the eighth one. And I was determined to beat it on the, the PS3, and, I, and then I just lost my save. And, and same thing with the God of War 2, so I never never got those. Uh, but yeah, Dante's Inferno was one of those ones where I was like, ooh, I could I could get that. I don't remember what you had. I don't know if you had to beat it I would it like a Telltale Venture Brothers game. Oh, that's that's there's there you go. There's a I think I, think I would be, like that one. I think that should be a thing, like a point and click Venture Brothers game. Tell if Telltale still existed, <laughs> right? Rest in peace, Telltale. All right, then would I just that ha- count as a licensed game. What the the Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah, that's I think in a way. Yeah, that was a surprise. I didn't think that was going to work. Neither or with the Batman Telltale Batman games. Those were awesome. I've only played a little bit of the first one, but I do like it. I'm going to go into my overrated now, which is one game. This is a highly overrated licensed game. Spider-Man 2 for the PS2 era. I agree a thousand percent. Thank you. Fucking thank you. I had one good thing about it. Had one great thing, which was the web swinging. Everything else was fucking terrible in that game. And everybody acts like it was the gold standard for Spider-Man games until I, this new one came out. I remember watching a, a YouTube video about the guy, that, how they were trying to capture the swinging. And that's all they talked about with the swinging. It was the gold standard. I'm like, okay. But everything else in that game was dog shit. The kid in his fucking balloon? Jesus fucking Christ. I fu- like I always had a fucking mission for Spider-Man. Every time you swing around a fucking block, there's a kid could, with a balloon you got to retrieve. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, here, I'll give you one that was... Uh, well, I would say one is more a disappointment. The Force Unleashed 2. Yes! I have Force Unleashed 1 on my best. I love Force Unleashed 1. Yes. Force, Force Unleashed, Unleashed 2, one. what what happened? I, I, you know what? I was, I was reliving this moment <sighs> with one of, the, one of the guys that does another podcast, uh, Mackie. I was literally, because I played it, I played a good three, three and a half hours of the game. Yeah. And then I had to step aside, save, and I got back in. I was on a party with him. And I'm sitting there playing. I was like, yeah, I'm just playing this. I was like, what the fuck? I just finished this game. It was like three and a half hours. <laughs> like, I had saved right before the last checkpoint, and the fucking credit started rolling. I was like, fuck this. You know, like, I just you know spent the $70. I got the USB with the little the oh, apprentice yeah. on it, yeah. the steel book. And I'm like, what the shit? So I other, a few times I lost my mind. Other reasons that game was disappointing. Um, the the story didn't compare to the first one. No, it added nothing. And the whole time he's just, he just turned into like whiny bitch character compared to the, how he was in the first game where he was like a, a conflicted character. He went to just, no, I got to save. What's her face the whole time? Like just trying to shirk responsibility the whole game. Over, that was it. Speaking of Star Wars, overrated. TIE Fighter. Sorry. That Never game played it. Sucked. I believe you. I've never played it, but I will take your word for it because I've seen it. <laughs> that same thing with X-Wing. Like, those games, yeah, in the arcade. Hey, the, the Rogue Squadron yes. games were good, though. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Those were decent. No. The first, the first, wait, no, the second one on the GameCube was really good. No. The, meaning the second game, not say, the second GameCube game. Right. I'm going to say for Star Wars Surprises, Republic Commando, one yes. of my favorite shooters on the Xbox. That was a great game that really deserved a sequel. Oh, absolutely. I want to know more about what those that squad's up to. I love that squad. Because they were the best NPCs. There were two books, and I read them both about the squad. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Actually, I I think maybe they were about a different squad. I think it was about a different squad. But But it doesn't matter, because that was the first time I remember playing a game where the NPCs were fucking lethal. Yeah. You send those dudes out, and things just die. Yeah. 
Um, it was it was like a Rainbow Six game almost. Yeah, I wish that was like a four player co op game. Like yeah. I think that would be awesome. Um, and another big surprise, Empire at War. Never played that one. Uh, it's um, it's a strategy it's game. A Star Wars RTS game. Yeah, real time strategy game. And holy cow! I remember the first time playing it. I was like, you know, you know, it'd be really neat because you have the, uh, you know, the Empire's got like, you know, that um, like looks like one of the consoles like that's actually from the movie, and it's got the lever for the Death Star. Nice. And I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if you could actually shoot. Oh, what? <laughs> so in the middle of a space battle, you can literally pull the handle down and it goes. Oh, that's awesome. And literally in the middle of your space fight, the planet in the background explodes. Nice. That's w- awesome. One man. of the best atmospheric things that happened in an RTS game. All right. Here's a uh, here's a worst of here's one of my worst. Uh, there was a fight club game on the Xbox. I remember that. Yeah, it was. For just the idea of a licensed Fight Club game was so antithetical so, to the movie. Yes, <laughs> it was so absurd that it, it even existed. It would almost be like you know, like IKEA selling furniture based in the Fight Club universe. Right. Yeah, get your your licensed Fight Club couch Here's or Jack's, ottoman. Jack's Angry Liver Handbook. Yeah, brought to you by IKEA. Here's your uh, your yin yang fucking coffee table. But that that game was terrible. Uh, another terrible one is for Super Nintendo, The Tick. Like, I loved The Tick back in the day. I remember that. Game that. Was, I don't remember the, playing it, though. That game was... I only rented it. It was so fucking hard. It was just hard. It was hard as fuck, and that's why I hate it. And it was also <laughs> repetitive. Like, you had to... You had to punch dudes like 10 times like these not bosses, you know, just like everybody that came up to you. You're you had the to tick. You're like the strongest right. person in the show. They, Yeah. And just to make the game long and hard, they, they made it ridiculous. And it was more like a double dragon kind of thing. It made no fucking sense. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Um, oh, speaking of side scrollers that kind of sucked. Uh, Robocop for the NES. OK, I didn't play. I play. Still I like to Robocop this day, I cannot figure out how to walk upstairs in that game. <laughs> Maybe you couldn't. I know but you. I know you couldn't fucking jump. RoboCop at the arcade, fantastic. I love that game. Now, granted, I got to play it on free play, so maybe I'd had a diff- different thoughts about it if yeah. I wasn't at some kid's birthday party, playing through it. But uh, I loved that, and I liked RoboCop vs Terminator. But that's also an incredibly hard game. But there was just something so cool about that crossover yep. happening and existing. Uh, a game on my middling list. Uh, the Simpsons game that came out on the 360. Did you yes. ever play that? Oh. That they had the the markings of greatness. Oh, <laughs> could then, have been in like, their moments. You got, you got into that platforming bullshit, and you're like, I don't want to do any of this. And you couldn't, uh, you could never get the camera right. And then, uh, and and the jumps, like, oh, uh, they, they were just so badly placed where you had to be perfect. With, no, there's no watched. reason for that game to have pixel perfect gameplay. Exactly, it's not super Meat Boy. But there's really fun stuff in it, you know. Uh, Lard Boy or what? What's what's his name? Is that his name? The Donut Guy? Did you get to that part? You get no. To, um, yeah. Uh, the atmosphere and the and the dialogue was really fun. You know, yeah, that's what I mean. It was like it's like this is cool. This is probably the most immersive Simpsons game I've ever played. But the, the most of the gameplay was terribly lacking, even yeah, in co op mode. A middling game where yeah. everything about it's cool except for playing it. Right. <laughs> except except actually playing through the game. Uh, another middling game that I actually like, but this this is one of those games I like because I like the character, but not really the game, is the Deadpool game. I like that game a lot. Like, yeah. I thought it was fun, and it was so so Deadpool, almost to the point where it was over the top. Well, see, 
I just I hated that the the Deadpool they used was from they only used the Daniel Way Deadpool from the 2008 run, and that's the worst iteration of Deadpool ever. The the yeah, you don't the like voice, the, like the different those the voices in his head. And they, as soon as Jerry Duggan and Brian Pesane came on, they fucking retconned the shit out of that because that was the worst thing they ever <laughs> did to Deadpool. That was like that was so fucking stupid. I hate it to this day. And if it if it wouldn't have been made in that era, if it had made if they'd based it on the Joe Kelly era, which was earlier, or the Jerry Duggan Brian Passane era later, it would have been perfect. But instead, they did the fucking batshit crazy Deadpool, that, who's not at all funny. He's just crazy, and there's no actual funny dialogue. Like the joke is the fact that he has voices in his head. That's not funny. Like they have to say I'm and sorry. do funny things. The the intros to the characters in that game made it for me. Like, Dude, there, there's the one cable, moment. The who the fuck is that? I, that song gets time. stuck in my head. The there are moments I like, and the gameplay is not terrible. But you spend half the game in the fucking sewer, which is like, what are you doing? Well, I like they made a <laughs> gag out of that too. But that's but just pointing out the fact that you're in the sewer doesn't you know solve the fact that you're in the <laughs> fucking sewer for some reason. Um, uh, I would the, say that that game is, is average at best. But. The uh, the one thing that actually made me laugh, though, is when he he's talking to Cable and it's like end the conversation with Cable. And then he just puts the gun to his chin and blows yes, his own head off so to stop talking to Cable. Boring. Yeah, like that was that was like the only good part of that whole it's game. Just him sitting on that little uh, little rocking toy like yeah. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as, as the rest. Like, I hate that run of Deadpool so much. And I, I don't know if that's why he got popular. So maybe I should be grateful for it. But uh, I'm glad they don't reference that stuff in the movies other than saying chimichanga once. That's yeah, the, the chimichangas thing. Like, fucking hell. Yeah, that is not Deadpool. That's so over the top. That's it's. Uh, I like yeah. him making the pancakes, though. That was fun. Just making pancakes? Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to say one of my biggest surprises is going to lead into my favorite. Okay. Uh, South Park's Thick of Truth. Never played it. But I heard was those heard really good things about it. Shockingly fun. And I'm not a big uh, like uh, was that a turn based RPG? RPG is turn, it was a turn based RPG game um, that very few games get me to laugh as much as that game. Yeah, it's right up there with Trover. Like, okay. it's hilarious. And the gags they pull with the characters in their own little universe and like their their fantasy is just it's outstanding it's right up there the episode where the um, where they're playing and they pull references from almost all the south parks like yeah. it's great um like again like one of my favorite south park episodes when they get the ninjas to the ninja the ninja weapons yeah and hit butters in the eye with the chinese star <laughs> all that stuff is referenced in this and there's actually like the supers when they're actually in their like ninja outfits and shit it's great so was that your favorite one then? No, my favorite one is Fractured But Whole. Really? I, that one did not get good reviews. So that's, that that's was because it's so, dude, superheroes are so our wheelhouse. And oh, they it's a did superhero. it so okay. perfectly. It was a play on, on, uh, on getting a superhero franchise and it turned into the Civil War clash. It's some of the greatest moments I've ever played in games. Okay. I don't know. I, I guess I never played those because I'm not a big turn-based RPG. I love turn-based RPGs back in the Super NES era. It's there's so much there's so much referential shit in that game. It's just so fantastic. All right, I don't think I really have a listen. I'm super serial. All right, um, I'm gonna go with another one of my uh, what I would like to see made, which is a a Venom game. 
because I love Venom. I want to see a Venom game. <laughs> that's that's it. That's all I got. I don't know who should make it. Uh, maybe the Rocksteady guys get them on a Venom game. I think that'd be fantastic. I just want to be Venom in a video game for other than Marvel Ultimate Alliance three or, or Maximum Carnage. So right, I want or like I want Ultimate Spider Man. I want a Venom. Yeah, Ultimate Spider Man was was good. That was probably one of the best of that era. But you don't get to play as Venom the whole time. I want to be Venom. I want a Venom story. I want the whole thing to be about Venom. How hard could it be? Well, apparently harder than you think. Apparently. Uh, what else do I have on here? Uh, the mid lane, I just have all the Lego games. <laughs> yeah, those are amazingly average. Yes, I don't understand. I mean, I guess I do understand their popularity because I always forget that one demographic, children. So that's probably where most of their sales are. But yeah. I do know adults really enjoy them. that's why really The Lion King is a huge hit. Right. Again. Uh, Here's my problem with... All right. So I got this I got this issue now. This has been driving me nuts. So Disney's remaking all these older cartoon movies. And some of them like a lot of anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. It, and they're done in such a realistic way that I think people are going to think that Wild animals are your friends. Like, somebody's going to go to a bear. It's like, hey, Bluga. <laughs> and then you're going to get fucking mauled. <laughs> That's your concern? <laughs> no, like, seriously, because, like, uh, I can tell you, I have very vivid memories of being a child, and I didn't believe anything I saw in movies. I didn't think. Well, I didn't believe anything. You probably anything had someone crushing your dreams, just like well, yeah, I, I wasn't did allowed in my to watch childhood. movies. <laughs> like, you know, because I was always like, oh, man, wouldn't it be awesome to have a tiger as a pet? But I was like, you fucking stupid. <laughs> that thing would eat you. I'm like, what? No, he wouldn't. Tigger's awesome. And no. But yeah, same thing I, with the Jungle Book. Like, like it's just such bullshit. I, I think kids are smarter than that. I really do. I don't do. think My so. Kids have never... I don't think kids understand what how th how damn nature you scary <laughs> is out there. I told you the story about Logan and and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, right? Where what is he scared of rabbits? He was as a as a little <laughs> kid because he had and never Love encountered it. a rabbit other than that movie, and he he thought rabbits were something to be feared <laughs> yes same thing with, with mice and rats like what do you think the rescuers are living in your house <laughs> the rescuers all right i'm gonna wrap up my uh my best of uh ninja turtles turtles in time for the super nes was a fan it was a a port of the arcade game but it added levels it was a better game than the arcade game uh i also have knights of the old, star wars knights of the old republic on here which okay kotor role-playing game I have the Batman Arkham games. I think that's kind of obvious. Uh, the Riddick game, the first Riddick game especially, which I'm really sad you you haven't played that because you would love it. You I, would I've tried. Love it. It's I think too much time has passed. I think what happens like the longer you play games and you you're part of the evolution of the improvement. Yeah. When you're going back, unless you have some sort of nostalgic tie to it, yeah. it's really hard to play that stuff. I think that one holds up pretty well. All right, surprises. Uh, the Ghostbusters game that came out on the 360. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't think of this one. So that was surprisingly good. I love good. that game. That was great. And they're re-releasing it in October in, in 4K and everything. So I, I cannot wait to play that again. Yes, I will. And the so that's ba it's basically if you don't know, it's Ghostbusters three. Yep. It's written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. That is going to be the only Ghostbusters three you will ever. Right. Get. And then uh, they got all the voice actors, including including Bill Murray. So. It's it's just a it's a solid game too gameplay wise it, it's a fun game, um, it's got the dry sense of humor. It has one of my favorite line from a video game ever, which is when Egon is like, "Man, 
he's like, the, the readings are off the charts. And then he says, I'm going to have to make new charts. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like just little shit like that. I was like, that's so Ghostbusters. It's fucking great. Uh, another one that surprised me, the reason this surprised me is because I played it after all the horrible reviews and it had been patched. It's the uh, Aliens Colonial Marines game. Oh, I thought that I was actually really never played that really good game overall. Uh, the Punisher game that the uh, Volition guys made was a, a pleasant surprise. On my worst list, uh, Spawn, pretty much almost every Spawn game except for the Super NES one <laughs> was not good. <laughs> I don't know if you played them. No. They were bad. Uh, what else do I have on here? Uh, the G.I. Joe game that came out on 360 was a disappointment. I thought they could have just done a Contra thing with G.I. Joe, you know? It's not really not that what hard. About, so, so there was a couple good Transformers games in there, and some really bad ones. There were some some good Transformers games by the guys that made the Deadpool game. Well, it was also the guys that did the Dynasty Warriors. No, that was the Gundam game that was like yeah. that, which is solid. Uh, then I just have a list of weird stuff that I mentioned Wayne's World exists as a video game. Another one that exists that I don't know if you know this it was a Super NES game based on Full House. I have no idea what the gameplay was like. I just remember seeing it on the shelf at Blockbuster. When I go rent games, you're yeah. making that up. I swear, you're making THQ, that up. These are all THQ, man. You're THQ. making that up. <laughs> oh, Dude, Google it, bro. I would say uh, another one that was surprising good by the Dynasty Warrior thing was uh, the most recent Berserk game. Uh, was it the Millennial Hawk? I still got to play that. I still have. Oh, same copy. thing with Sword of the Berserk for the Dreamcast, which has nothing to do with the show at all. Yeah, it's just its own thing. It's just kind of its own thing. I don't mind that though. That's what I like about like the new Spider-Man game, that it has its own contained sp- yeah. storyline. It doesn't have to follow the the comics or the movies or anything. I prefer that, actually, in the video game. Same with the, the yeah, Arkham games. I, I, and that's also, like, I like some things that do different, things differently. And then and to cater it, it you know, to make it so it, it takes it's advantage of being universe. a video game, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, gear it towards being a video game. Don't worry too much about trying to shoehorn it into a storyline that you read. Yeah, you're just going to piss off the internet, yeah. which isn't hard. So yeah, there was a Full House game. I'm guessing it was some sort of side-scroller. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look that up on YouTube. I didn't do that, but then there was a uh, there was a Home Alone and a Home Alone 2 game. Oh, here's a terrible one. Top Gun. Never Top played. Gun for the NES. Yeah? Where you could not land the plane. <laughs> I remember watching that Is it because you from- were inverted? No, you were not. You were not inverted. <laughs> I remember playing that over a friend's house, and we were just like, "This is." I was like, "Dude, why don't we just play Afterburner? It's a better game. It's actually fun." And then this thing just sucked. Was the shit. And then you couldn't land, and you'd crash into the hair, uh, aircraft carrier every time. <laughs> I, I remember, remember watching that the, game. I remember watching the angry video game nerd, and the only way he landed on the aircraft carrier was with the power glove. Holy and he's shit. like, "I don't know how the fuck that happened." Wow, power glove actually proves to be useful. All right, and then my last two for games that I would like to see happen, I would like a new Punisher game, a third, another third-person shooter, maybe Gears of War style, you know, modern I graphics. I think that would probably sit better in the Splinter Cell universe. So, what, like stealthy? Yeah. No, I, I want guns, guns blazing Punisher. Um, but you can work some stealth in there, too. But I, I want it... You, I figured you'd want to be more tactical. Well, that's Gears of War, well, How about a, turn, cover? a turn-based cover par- Punisher game? No. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing a turn-based like, almost like John Metal, Ge- Metal Gear uh, Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Acid. No, 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 no. You're doing Punisher all wrong. I want, I want like Gears of War is a good. You, you got cover. It's tactical to that degree. Um, but they're doing it like a turn-based style. Wow, what would Punisher do with a lancer? 
<laughs> they're doing a turn-based style John Wick game. Did you see that? Yeah. Like oh, some I think indie, I remember hearing something Some indie developers doing it. And then, I, I don't know how they would pull this off, but I, this is the last thing I have that I, I would want to see is a Sin City game. <laughs> like, I want to be Marv. <laughs> uh, I just want to be Marv in a game. I think that'd be fun. And plus, it would have that, like, Mad World graphical style. I don't know if you ever played that on Mad the Wii. World, actually, Mad World is probably as close as you're going to get to that ever right. existing. I'm sure that's what it was inspired by. Uh, the only color yeah. is red. Yeah, red. But yeah, that's uh, that's all my that's my little scroll down memory lane with the the licensed games, and I'm currently still playing uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, which is still a solid game. Yeah, I'm still on the raft. <laughs> okay, so you made I just a little got, progress. I just got Spider Man. There you go. And the rest, like, why why do they have to be announced that they're joining your alliance twice? I don't know. Do you, like that? Yeah, like, I noticed oh, that too. Oh, look at all these people. Oh, they all join. It's like, oh, great. And it's like, they didn't add it to your alliance, but added to your alliance. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's very, it's very Japanese. Something about that is very Japanese. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, the whole thing with licensed games too is that's that's me championing mediocrity. Is because I'll like like that Deadpool game. I have I've gotten every achievement in that game on the Xbox One. Like there is no platinum trophy equivalent, but I, I've literally gotten a thousand gamer score on that on Xbox mm -hmm. One just because I like Deadpool enough and the gameplay is solid enough. But I couldn't recommend that game to anybody. I could never be no. like, dude, Deadpool, this game's the no, shit. That'd be like more like a let's play, you know, and yeah. have some fun laughs at it. But but that's where I kind of lapse where my love for a character will make me stick it out through a game. I, granted, I was secretly hoping for that. Who the fuck is that moment with Cable in the movie? <laughs> I was just secretly hoping for that. That that is a catchy song, and like I've played through that game multiple times. I played through it, I think, on three different systems now. Yeah, I liked using the the. Um, there's some inventive things in that, especially within that own with its in, within its own universe, like using the Sentinel body parts to move, manipulate the world yeah. to get the different parts. It's uh, the actual gameplay is solid. Like the combat's solid. It's not fantastic. Oh, going back to Star Wars though. Pro and I've, I've probably mentioned this before, but one of my biggest issues with any Star Wars game, including even Force Unleashed, which I love, which is probably one of the best like Jedi style games, is I hate and and it's coming. I'm going to get that new one that Respawn's making the F Jedi Outcast or whatever yeah. it's called. It looks great. I think it looks really cool. It's people online are not really hyped for it. I think it looks really cool. Plus, I love Respawn. I think they know what they're doing. But one thing I hate is that the lightsaber is never as deadly as it should be. You're always... It shouldn't be more than one hit. Yeah. They're, they're, I feel like the combat should be done in a way where whoever you're fighting has a weapon and they're blocking you until you get that kill shot in, kind of like a Bushido Blade or yeah. something. You know, where it's... And maybe that's too complex and, you know, that's an idea that needs a workshop. But, like, if I hit a guy in the arm, I want to see his arm fall off. I mean, that's a very Star Wars thing to happen. They have a lot of dismemberment in the Star Wars movies. Bring it over to the fucking games already. It happens. Like, <laughs> like it's a thing well, that happens. I think happens. the fights would be over so quickly. <laughs> but that's but that's the power just, of the lightsaber. Just throw more dudes at you. Yeah, or or just I don't know. I, I don't want to say because the I don't want it to go the souls route where every enemy or is like super deadly or takes a huge chunk of health off. Well, of you. and that's part of the thing with especially in the in the the Star Wars games. Like lightsabers should be rare. Like yeah, you shouldn't run into a lot of them. Right. But there's 
I mean, I forget how much I loved that first person leash. Just one of the few times you actually felt powerful. Still, I think one of the most satisfying moments in video games is when you pulled a Star Destroyer out of the fucking sky. Well, that was satisfying for multiple reasons. One, it was really cool. And two, it was really hard. Like, I couldn't figure out. Like, it took me forever to do yeah. that part of the game. No, it felt satisfying once you got it down. <sighs> that was the like, most frustrating and then, thing. And then the watch it crash. You're like, yeah. dude, this is awesome. I loved just playing I wish as Darth the, Vader I wish the, the Apprentice beginning. had some feel in the actual yes. Star Wars movies and yeah. shit. Well, he, it did at the time. He was canon. That was all canon at the time. That's a bummer. It's Until, not. Yeah. But yeah, I just love playing as Darth Vader at the beginning. I thought that was great. Just, <laughs> just chucking Wookiees. Just being like, this is what it's like to be Darth fucking Vader. You know, that was, that was a great moment. And yeah. that combat was good. Yeah, that, the game. But again, you're... And plus, still, still the coolest way to hold a lightsaber of all time oh yeah and even when he showed up in the in the soul caliber games yeah it was just like thank god he uh he was just a well-designed character and i really thought that sam Witwer guy did a great job voice acting him too yeah it was, it was just it was all really well done in my opinion it's weird seeing that dude pop up in other things i remember when he shows up in crank you're like dude it's the apprentice <laughs> <laughs> all right well, i gotta get home um you got to pick a movie or something for next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was completely unprepared for that question. Thank you for giving it to me, uh, Sean. I can, uh, I can do it. I can pick a movie. I got no problem. I can pick stuff no, all day. I'm going to make you watch Lonesome Dove. <laughs> no, I think we should watch a Western. Uh, oh, can we do Hateful Eight? Because I haven't watched that yet. I've been needing into. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. I'm kind of... All right. <laughs> you don't have to. But I was, I was eyeballing it the other day. I think I'm just going to watch the regular version, though. I'm not going to do the four-part version that they have on there because I read that most of that is credit, so there's not really a lot of extra stuff in there at all. It's just divided into four parts for some reason. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and each episode has credits, and it basically no, makes up. I, yeah, after watching... A few, actually, I watched The Hunt for Red October with... Uh, I, what was, what's his name? Sam Elliott? Okay. Uh, Sam Elliott. Is it he Sam Elliott or Sam Neill? I was not Sam Neill. I know Alec Baldwin's in that. Sean Connery's in that. I don't remember. He's who else. the he's the other submarine. Uh, the other Sam submarine. Neill, I'm guessing, but I I could be wrong. On no, that. Sam Neill's Jurassic Park guy, right? Yeah. No, Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. I don't remember him being in it because I haven't. Uh, Gene Hackman is the other guy I remember from that, right? Is it, Gene Hackman. Is that a is different that, submarine? That's movie? a different submarine movie. That's crim <laughs> that's Crimson Tide. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize how many submarine movies I've actually fucking watched. <laughs> Like U five seven one with Matthew McConaughey and Bon Jovi's in that one, um, dude. I went with somebody to the drive-in to see that, and I fell asleep immediately. That I just watched Hunter Killer isn't bad with uh, Gerard Butler, but no, I'm thinking um, Silverado. Silverado. Okay, do you have that? I don't. I have do. That. I don't think I've ever seen that. I do. It's it's got a really interesting cast, and somebody you wouldn't expect to be in a in a western movie. And he's really good. Okay. Kevin Klein. Huh. All right. All right, buddy. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. <laughs>